I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover Welcome. it all. So, so the let's truth get started. Podcast. Oh, it's like we practiced. I know. I'm Brooke. I'm Jamie. We were just saying we feel emotionally unprepared right now. Because this was really an impromptu recording. Sometimes that's how it has to be. Like, can you go right this second? Yeah. It was like, can you go tonight? No. Okay. How about right now? <laughs> how about this exact moment? So. And I was cooking ground beef. And let me just tell you something. So I normally get my ground beef from Costco, like like those little six packs, mm-hmm. the little chubs. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. 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 The best ground beef, and it's like really lean. So I didn't. I was out, so I stopped at the Winco on the way home from picking up Piper from school, and just got like a thing of ground beef, like eighty-five, fifteen, or whatever. Yeah. And I'm cooking it, and there's like things in it, and I don't know. It's like tubes and tendrils. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, is it's that like normal? Like belly buttons and buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> Might be what it is. I, like, have you ever seen that before? Should I be worried? I don't know. I know. I'm sure it's fine. Is it just because it's like cheap Winco meat? And I don't we're know. Gonna, honestly, I, like weird tubey things. I know. Um, we started getting buying a cow. Oh, yeah. Last year. And I will never go back. Really? I will buy well, not a whole cow. Like a quarter cow? <clears throat> we did a quarter last year, and it will be a year in August, and it's we're down to, a, wow. like, two steaks and a couple. So I think we're going to do, like, more this year. Yeah. Wow. But I, it is the way to go, man. Well, let's split a cow. It is the way to go. Have a cow. <clears throat> yes. Awesome. Everybody should have a cow. Yeah. Unless, of course, you're a vegetarian. <gasps> well, yeah. Then don't. Then please don't. Or a Buddha? No. <laughs> There's, don't some they think the cows are holy Indian? Okay, I'm I really need to stop talking. <laughs> we're, we're gonna just delete that. Yes. You don't know. I don't know. Hindu. Right? I don't you're like, please stop talking. <laughs> you are offending You are offending everybody just by being here. Yep. So stop. I'm used to it. Okay. Okay. Okay, so enough about that. Okay. What is tickling your big fat fancy? Big fat fancy. Um ooh, well the Lori Dale Daybell case is over. Tickle Dallow. Lori Vallow Daybell. Dude, that got me through some weeks. Yeah, oh, definitely. So I went so the last the verdict day mm-hmm. was basically like a no ticket day. Like you could just show up. We didn't know if there was gonna be a verdict that day or not. Mm-hmm. It was just like you wanna come hang out in the courthouse? So it's like nine in the morning and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go down there. So I like throw on some clothes. I go down there. I'm like, can I just walk in? So I just walk in the courtroom. There's like newscasters and just people just hanging out. And we just like made friends and just like had this like, and you could have food in there. Like normally there's like no food. But since court wasn't happening, people were like having snacks. Oh, and yeah. It was like a Lori Vallow hate party. Like, you know, on Facebook, when you'll like, you'll see people in different groups, like starting drama. And mm-hmm. in the comments, people will post that picture of Michael Jackson. Have you seen it? And he's <laughs> eating popcorn. And it yes. says, I'm just here for the yes. whatever. Yeah, that's what that feels like. It to was. Me. Yes. There was a woman there who, who had like driven in from, I want to say Kentucky. Oh, wow. For real. Just like I just decided I to gotta drive. Be here. Yeah. There was this mother and daughter The daughter was going to school in Logan at Utah State, and the mom lived in, like, Arizona. Hmm. She flew to Salt Lake. 
Her daughter picked her up. They drove to Rexburg to see the sights. Like, oh, to my see, word. Like, to see where it all went down. Like, went to the apartment. Like, did a whole tour. And then came to Boise and were there. So I was there. It was, like, 1130. And they were like, we have a verdict. And I'd been there since, like, 9. And so then it was, like, an hour for everybody to get there. And so I saved a seat for Heather, mm-hmm. and um, I said, like, "Get over here, get over here." But they were like, "They were like, no, no one else can come." And I'm like, "Oh, well, there was someone here. Like, she left her stuff." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you lied in a court I of law. Good job. I lied to a bailiff. <gasps> I know. <sighs> and then, like, they literally had shut the whole da- thing down. And then she showed up, and she's like, "Oh yeah, my stuff's in there." And mm-hmm. so they let her in. Oh, my so gosh. we were there when they pronounced her guilty. So let's talk about her face. I wanted her face to do something. And it didn't. No. It was really, I mean, she had to have known. Yeah. I have to say I was very surprised that she um, she got charged on all counts. Yeah. I didn't think she would. I was a little surprised, too. I didn't think she'd get first degree. Not for, ta- well, she didn't get for Tammy. No, but wasn't for, the, the for the kids, I didn't think but she'd I get first degree. But I don't even know if they proved that she was in on Tammy's death. Well, she knew, though. I, I think the way, because they went so much into Charles's death, which mm-hmm. she wasn't charged with that. And I think the yeah. reason why, yeah, I think the reason why they were allowed to is because it showed that when someone's, like, meant to die, when they're a zombie, like, you're allowed to do it in their, right. yeah. in their beliefs. So, she, yes, she obviously did, like, know that, well, we killed my husband, so. Tammy's next. She's not just going to die. Yeah. Oh, so that tickled so my up. fancy. Now it's over, and I'm just like, mm, now what? Now what am I gonna do? And you know what? The Brian Kohlberger one doesn't. That doesn't tickle my fancy. No, I, no. Like the reason I was so into this one is like a mom, and the like. There were so many crazy things about it. Right. The religious aspect, the zombies. Like they the, were. Yeah, it was so crazy. This guy is just a psycho. Right. I mean, I don't like, want to. Like, I mean, she's a psycho, too, but he's just a psych. He's just like a, I don't, yeah, it's just different. It's different because there's not, like, the religion and the manipulation. There's nothing and like behind the, it. Yeah. It's just like he's just a psycho that wanted to kill people, and it just makes me sick. I mean, it all makes me sick, but I'm like, I don't want to go. Mm-mm. Gross. Mm-mm. Gross. All you people who kill people suck. Stop killing Stop people. It. Jeez, it's lame. <laughs> Gross. Okay. What else tickling? Um, nothing. Okay. What about you? Nothing's tickling me at all. Really? Actually, that's not true. Okay. Um, yesterday was my last day of school. <laughs> that tickled me. It tickles me. Um, yeah. So it was good. We had a good year. Um, good. I also decided today that I'm taking over my son's old Jeep. <gasps> I love that. Yeah. Why I, not? Because it is summer and it is... Like, why not? Right. So I told him today. I said, you know what I think I'm taking? I think this is going to be my daily driver. The wind in my hair. He laughed at me (gasps) until I got in it and I drove away. Good. (laughs) What is he? Does he not drive it? He has his Mustang. So, yeah. Yeah. So everybody was like. So no one's driving it on the reg? No. Yes. I say that is your new daily driver. Taking the top off and. Yes. I wish you would have picked me up in it. Yeah, I know. I, I will. T- I will. I'm going to. I got a fancy scarf for my hair. Because oh, how chic. I know. Because I have visions of like being on like a boat with like a scarf, like a babushka mm-hmm. style with scarf. With big flat glasses. Yes. So big I'm going to order the big glasses this week. Like that's literally on my to-do list. Okay. And I got a scarf. So can I wear it in the Jeep? Yes, that, as long as you boat, promise appropriate only. to not put your hair up in a messy <laughs> bun and 
put a sticker on the back of your car that says mom life. <laughs> okay. 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 Perfect. All right. I agree. Okay. Okay, well, um, should we move on to more murders? More murders. Because yeah. I have a story for you. Oh, I'm going to love it. I'm surprised you haven't heard this. I have been under a rock. I know. For You've a little while. buried. Okay, well, I feel like everyone's probably heard this, but I'm going to tell you. Thank you. And you're going to be... Forget our listeners. Okay. It's not about them. <laughs> yeah. So last week, well, the, like beginning of May, uh, a Utah woman faces... Okay, I don't know how to... I don't know what order to put this in. Let me just tell you. Just spit it out. So about mm, a year and a half, two years ago, her husband died. Okay. Okay. So Does this woman have a name since mm-hmm. I might yes. know her? Yeah, you might. Her <laughs> name is Corey Richens. What if she was my cousin and you didn't know? <laughs> You're like, what? Like, oh my hell, that's my cousin. Corey spelled K-O-U-R-I. Cowrie? Cowrie. Okay. So Cowrie? Cowrie. Um, she, okay, so she called the police... They, her husband's dead. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I want to hear the 911 call. They tried to revive him. He's dead. They did uh, um autopsy, and it was like a hydrose of fentanyl. Okay. So, you know, that happens. People think that, you know, they're just wanting some recreational drugs. They die of fentanyl. Right. Well, so then after her husband died, she decided to write a book called Are You With Me?, which is a children's book for— like grieving people who have like lost their like it's like a book for people that have lost their parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she capitalizes on this murder by writing this book and making all this money. Well, turns out she murdered him. Wow. Mm-hmm. How, okay, so she overdosed him with fentanyl. She, yep, he got home from work, she made him a little cocktail, Gone. doused that thing with fentanyl. And it has a whole because when this first came out, I was like, how can, how can they prove she did it? Right. right. How right. do we know he didn't just take a pill? Well, there's all this paper trail of her buying the fentanyl. Oh, and then shoot. I guess she gave it to him once and didn't give him enough. <gasps> so then and and he was like telling people, I think my wife is trying to poison me. Like I had this drink and then I was like totally out. Yeah. Get out. Right. For all of the people who think like if you think somebody is drugging you. Don't, you know, let's err on the side of caution. <laughs> let's get out of there. So remember yesterday after I ate dinner and then passed out for seven hours? Is that normal? And maybe don't accept the drink that they no. hand you the second you walk in the door. No. Look, honey. Make, make her take a sip of it first. Yes. Always. Or don't be married to somebody. Why? So why? Why did she do this? Well, people are going to read her little book whether her husband's dead or not, aren't they? Well, but, you know, like, then you get on the speaking circuit, and then you're going around talking about the grieving, you know, my husband, I'm grieving, and then you sell your book, and it's like, you've got the sob story, you know? You make it on American Idol, maybe. You're at Barnes & Noble. You're on a reality show, yeah. Book covers and Yeah, you have to have the sob story these days. Nobody wants a regular person. No one wants someone with no tragedy. Right. Right. It does not pay to live trauma-free. No. Mm -mm. Like, just look at The Bachelorette. Right. You gotta have a sob story. You gotta have a good sob story. And if you story. don't, then you're not vulnerable and you're not open. The and it's worse, like, the better. Maybe I just had a good life. Like my parents are cool, and like I yeah. didn't get abused. And Grew I'm up really well. And not like, anorexic. Oh my god, that's so unattractive. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So years of therapy is. I'm, I'm like sorry. Well balanced. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the original motive was money. Mm-hmm. So she. You know, he had a life insurance policy, and then she took out 
a bigger life insurance policy on him, and which, if anyone ever does that, second clue, run away. So um, when, after he died, she did the Chad Daybell thing and went to get his life insurance policy and found out that he had transferred the, he had changed it. Good for him. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there's another one. I'm not on the story that has, like, the whole timeline of all this. Mm -hmm. But apparently, like, he had changed, like, the code to the safe and, like, all this stuff. And his sister went to the house to try to, like, get the stuff that I think she was changed to the beneficiary. Mm -hmm. And this Cora girl punched her in the nose. Oh, wow. Punched her right in the face. And this is before, you know, she was charged. I think it's been, like, a year and a half since he died. That is so crazy. Yeah. So many things. Like, how do you? Oh, yeah. I just can't even. Yeah, but that change in the the life insurance policy is a big. Mm-hmm. Like, if your husband comes home and says, "You know, let's take out a life insurance policy <laughs> yeah. on you," Run. red red flag. Red, and then he hands flag. you a cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. And have a drink. I'm afraid I'm out. She says the the person that she bought the fentanyl from told police that she said she wanted something stronger and asked for some of the Michael Jackson stuff. <laughs> Can I get some of that Michael Jackson stuff? Oh, my gosh. If I put it in his cocktail, will he in die? My cocktail. Oh, my gosh. And then I'm going to wear my big glasses and put my hair in a messy box and say, <laughs> Mom life. And I'm going to write a book and I'm going to become a TikToker. Sign book covers at Barnes & Noble. <laughs> oh, no. I hate her. I know. Ugh. Can you believe that? Gross. They were from Midway. Midway. Midway, Utah. It's not my area. No, but man. Yeah, she, the book was about losing him unexpectedly. Nope. Well, with the exception <laughs> of that fentanyl overdose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See how it worked? So unexpected. <laughs> oh, what? Crazy. Yikes. I just wouldn't. It would be like one of those dreams that where you kill somebody. Yes. And then, but I don't know. Like, you know those dreams and yeah. you're like, holy crap, I have, like my life is ruined right now. Yeah. And then it never goes away. I just, people think they're going to get away with it. How many people do get away with it, too? Like, if she hadn't been so dumb, like, I, I don't know. Just is like, do people kill their husbands all the time and we just have no idea? I don't know. Because women are smarter than men? What if women kill men as often as men kill women? But we're just, nobody ever knows. We're just smarter about it. Well, Right? That's not so far-fetched. Nope. Just anyway. kidding. Men, you're worse. But it seems like there's something in the water in Idaho and Utah. Lots of death here. Lots of murder going on lately. Yeah, people I'm are getting bored. I am not a fan. <laughs> Good thing summer's coming. Yeah. Speaking of summer, let's talk about graduation. Okay. It is graduation. Yes. Hundreds of children are graduating. Yes. Um, today, on the way to wherever I was going this morning, or maybe it was yesterday, I was listening on the radio, and they were talking about... I didn't hear the first part. I don't know why they were talking about this, but apparently this has made big news somewhere here that this family um, has decided, like, their daughter was graduating this year. And so they started prepping her, like, six months ago, okay. saying that when you graduate, the minute you graduate, you have to pay rent, like $200 a month rent. Okay. And they were talking about how, like, they six months in advance were like, okay, you know, just so you're aware, mm-hmm. keep in mind this is coming, whatever. And um, and maybe this happened last year. I don't know if it, I, I missed the first part. doesn't matter. But anyway, so she graduates. The day of graduation, she gets a bill for the 30 days rent. Oh, my god! For the next, for the next rent. So on the, on the radio, they were talking about, Gosh. like, polling people saying what, like, 
what whose side are you on? Do you think that it's is that good? Is that bad? Um, and it was interesting kind of to hear what people said. And like the parents' argument was um, it's two hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. It's to help her to be start being responsible and mm-hmm. paying bills and becoming like just being financially responsible. And they're like, on the flip side, it's way cheaper than her living somewhere else. Right. It's way, like, they still pay her phone bill. They still pay, you know, they pay all of the things, groceries and everything. She just has a flat rate of, like, $200 a month. Yeah. And the girl's known about it for so long, so she's not upset about it. Right. Like, she's fine with it. But people were all, like, very mixed on. Well, maybe it's the whole, like, instead of congratulations on graduating, here's a Here's some luggage. Mm-hmm. It was like, and here's a bill. <laughs> like timing, people. Yeah, I, like, yeah. Give her a month to decompress. Like high school is hard. But I think apparently they uh, like they had prepped her for it. So did she know like on that day she was getting a bill? Or like I and I think from what it sounded like, it was like so she graduates the you know last week in May, and then this is for June's rent. Okay, so yeah. it wasn't like. You owe it today, but yeah. it, they were like, "I'm not opposed. Her, I'm not her. opposed to charging your adult kids a reasonable yeah. amount of rent." Like, but I don't know. That seems that seems soon to me. If I was going to do it, I would maybe you know let them work for the summer and then in the fall if they choose to not to go to college and right. want to live at home. Like normally, you would go off to college or you'd go somewhere. So, you know, you are going to yeah. be saving a ton of money by living at home. I'm not opposed yeah. to that. I know. It's like I'm I'm really mixed on it. Yeah. Because on one hand, I, I mean, I think we like I think we've talked about this before. When my kids turned 16 or when they got their driver's license, they had to pay a portion of their insurance. It was mm-hmm. like 30 bucks. It was not a lot of money, but yeah. it was like getting them in the habit of yeah. like in order to drive, there are certain things that you that yeah. you know, it's it's a bill, it's a responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so they had to pay it every month, and they knew it was coming, and, you know, yeah. and My it daughter pays all her own gas. She mm-hmm. pays for her oil changes. She, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's yeah, that's it's their car. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I get that part, but at the same time, I just, I don't know. I just think you have to, just to give them a little bit of grace. Give I them guess. a little buffer. <laughs> like, like, you're still a teenager. You're like, yeah, yeah I know. I would be like, okay, you can live here as long as you want. You can live with me forever. <laughs> yes. And it would depend on what they're doing. Like, are you working? Are you going to school? Like, if you're do if you're sitting at home playing video games, no. I'm charging rent, you rent. Utilities, groceries. Probably more than you can afford just yeah. to get you out well, of the house. <laughs> so with my kid, well, I you know, I have my nephew with me yeah. that's graduating this year. And we've told him, like, we're we don't won't charge you rent to live here, mm-hmm. but you have to be working. Yeah. Like, you know, you can work and save. Because the thing is, is, rent is so expensive now. <sighs> yeah. And that it sucks to, I mean, how can, how can like this, this generation, right. how can they function on, yeah. in their own, you know, it's so expensive. But if you can give them a little head start, a little leg up. Yeah. So like, I'm like, you can yeah. live here and I'll pay, still pay all the things that I pay, but you're working and saving, like you're Using Absolute. this time to kind of ground yourself and a little bit. figure out what you're going to do. Work towards something. Yeah. Have a goal. Yeah. But you don't get to Run just... around and do my errands for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'd be doing. You don't get to sit around and sweat all day. <laughs> no. Right? Or not sweat. Or not sweat. Sit around That's and true. not sweat all day. Yeah. So. Nice. Anyway. That's interesting. Interesting. I wonder what people think. So let us know what let you think. Let us know. Yeah. Charging your adult kids rent yes. on graduation day. Or shortly thereafter. Yeah, yeah. I would like to know where people stand on that. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's move on to 
Oh, honey. <laughs> you, you forgot. <laughs> I was going to say the barren truth. <laughs> the barren truth. Yes. Oh, honey. What? Oh, honeys. Oh, honey. Do you want to start? Do you sure. want me to start? I will. Okay. Okay. This one says AITA for refusing to punish or, al- or allow my wife to punish our son. So, this all started back in March. My son's best friend turned 13. In his family, 13th birthday is a huge deal. In addition to a massive party, which all four of us were invited to, his parents also took him to Disney World. They invited my son to attend as well. Okay, wait, now who is this person? It's like his son's best friend. Okay. So the dad, I think, is writing this. Okay, sorry. So the best friend's having a party and is inviting him to Disney World. Okay. Like, score. So they invited his son to go as well. Uh, My wife was hesitant to consent to this. She said it was unfair to allow our son to go when our nine-year-old daughter can't, especially since she loves Disney and princesses. I hate her already. (laughs) The mom and the daughter. (laughs) I said that our kids won't always have the exact same opportunities, and if we set a precedent here, we'll have to stick to it, and when our daughter gets a similar opportunity. So we'd just be punishing both our children needlessly. My wife reluctantly agreed that we should allow our son to go. I gave our money. Why can I not read today? I don't know. It's summer now. I know. Uh, I gave our son money to buy his sister souvenirs. He did, and his friend's parents even bought extra stuff for him to give her. Still, when she saw him come back wearing a Star Wars shirt with a Mickey hat and a trading pin lanyard, she burst into tears. My wife later said we made a huge mistake and never should have let him go. I mistakenly thought all of that was behind us. Now, we are not well off financially, but my brother-in-law is, and he invited us all to visit a beach house he rented for a summer send-off. My wife told me she wants to have our son stay with my dad and just take our daughter to even the score. I told my wife that isn't happening. We are their parents. We can't favor one child over the other. Not being invited to a birthday trip of a kid you barely know is in no way comparable to being left out of a family vacation, and I'm shocked she would even suggest such a thing. I refuse to allow it. Now my wife is angry, but I don't care. I'm not punishing my son for being lucky. A-I-T-A. No. (laughs) Your wife is a beep. Mm -hmm. Like, why? And it doesn't sound like they're—it's not like they traveled across the country to go to It doesn't sound like it, no. It must be like a— Yeah, like— a short distance, so it's not like they put up thousands of dollars for this kid to be involved in this. Yeah. Like, that is ridiculous. And you, like, hashtag favorite kid much? Oh, it's so detestable. It's so apparent. And that the little girl was nine? Yes. What are you teaching her? Yeah. That everything in life is fair. Everything's equal. Yeah. Well, that is a—teach her early. Right. She'll be a lot less disappointed. Well, and the fact that he even gave her money to buy her souvenirs, and it's like, what? I wouldn't even do that. Like, no, this I is wouldn't his either. thing with his yeah. best friend and his family super generously inviting him. Yeah. And they even bought her souvenirs. Like, mm. maybe one thing, but it's like, it sounds like they got her all this stuff, and then she bursts into tears when she do sees I, him coming home. I ground her. <laughs> <laughs> I charge her rent. Yeah, that is it. In my head for taking li- up poor, space. Yeah, that poor kid. I know. I'm the sure. Boy. Can yeah. you, like, I'm glad the dad is putting his foot down. Right. We are not leaving our kid with his grandpa while we go to a beach house. And can you imagine if you really had to keep an even score with all your kids all the time? Oh, no. No. I mean, that is, there's no way. That, it's just not even feasible. And it's the thing of like, don't, yeah, don't punish a kid because he has a family 
a friend with a wealthy family or the you know yeah. do more stuff. Like you can't go to your friend's house because they have a nice house. <laughs> yeah, we don't want you to be exposed to that because your sister can't be. Yeah, you do hear of those like sibling groups, like if it's like close together in age, where if one does something, like the other one kind of automatically mm-hmm. has to, mm-hmm. and that's that can get tricky. Yeah. Especially, yeah. like, as they get older. I can see when they're, like, little. Little kids, yeah. Little kids, you, when, they, you know. But then they, you get older, and it's like, oh, maybe people like that stop when they get older. Yeah. But, know. yeah, you, it's, oh, And, and yeah. Okay, it's gross. I don't thing. like it. I just think I just think she is unreasonable. Yeah. And I think she's making it very clear, like, who she likes better. And what about, he's the older sibling. Mm-hmm. What about, isn't there something to be said for older kids like this is an older kid being invited to go to disney world or whatever and they're you know when you get older you're nine yeah yeah older kids get to do way more things than younger kids and then they learn when you're that age like you'll get to go to these things too if you have a rich friend that wants (laughs) to take you to disneyland you can go too yeah gross parents are gross they are okay here's one that will lighten things up a little bit okay okay This is, here's a little bit of background. Okay. He says, I work remotely most days, and my camera is always off during meetings. Okay. So, um, let's see. I figured, (laughs) he says, I figured this out on my own. No one called me out or anything. But I was sitting in a meeting, and my manager decided it'd be cool to add an entire project onto my already packed workload. I used a blue Yeti mic, so I pressed my unmute button and said, yeah, sounds good. I'll hop right on that, like a good little employee, and then pressed my mute button again. Thinking I was on mute, I said, effing asshole, really loud and clear, and then continued scrolling on Reddit on my monitor. No. So a couple of minutes later, I felt a sneeze coming on and checked my mute button on my Yeti, still red, so I let that shit go. Loud. Then a couple of people on the Zoom said, bless you. And I said, thanks. Oh, no. (laughs) After a moment, I realized that they had heard my sneeze through my muted mic. I clicked on Zoom setting to see what mic it was using. And, well, it was using my PS5 controller mic that was sitting right next to me on my computer desk. And is basically always plugged into my PC. Oh, no. I quickly swapped it back to my Blue Yeti and sat there staring at my keyboard (laughs) like I had... Just had a fresh lobotomy. There's no way they didn't hear me call my manager an effing asshole. Oh, shoot. Hope I still have a job tomorrow. Learn my lesson, though. Either always mute on Zoom or check which mic Zoom is using oh or unplug my PS5 controller before my meeting. I and didn't then he, know that he says at the end. Also, I'm pretty sure I farted. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. Oh, can you oh, even imagine no. what, like, what do you do? What do you, it's like when you send a text, like a text gone awry. Right. Yeah. Right. And the minute you do it, it's like, <gasps> I'd be like, dude, my cat just pooed on the, like pooped right on the floor right after that. And it was calling my cat. And it's all, <laughs> like, <laughs> who else could you call that? Like, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, at least his, where his camera wasn't on, you could probably get away with the lie to, Cover You'd up. have to. Oh, that would be so bad. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. These Zoom, there's so many Zoom mishaps yes. in these pre post COVID days. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Um, also, speaking about something else that's unfortunate, okay. that's completely unrelated. Okay. Today, um, when I was at my appointment, 
the lady was telling me that um, she got a new puppy. Okay. And that she was getting ready for work. This She was running a little bit late um, because when she was getting ready for work this morning, she walked down into her living room and her dog had pooped on her carpet in her new house, new build, and her um, Roomba <gasps> no. had torn it up oh, no. all over her living room. No, burn it. Yep. She said, she's like, I literally just started to laugh and cry at the same time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's nothing that really happened. Yeah. Wow. And apparently I just learned today, too, that they are now making Roombas that somehow sense <laughs> Shit. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's because apparently this has happened before. Yeah. I don't I mean I don't know. Does I've it... heard of it happening, but I was like, maybe yeah. someone just made that up. Yeah. Does it have a scent monitor? Yeah. Does it have a te- like a if it texture feels monitor? A temperature, a warm <gasps> temperature. Ew. It's like, whoa. Halt. 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 Stop. But yeah. Yeah. She, I can see. She was dying. She's like, it literally there was like crap Ooh. all over oh, my no. living room. Oh, that's awful. I have foster kitties again, four of them this time, and that is three too many. That is four too many. <laughs> no, they're, I mean, it's a kitty. They stink. They smell so bad, and I cannot get it under control with four. Ugh. It's the food, it's the poo, it, they puke. They just, they're dirty because they can't, like, they don't have a mom to clean them, and they, mm-hmm. oh, they're so stinky. I spend like a half hour at least a day just trying to mitigate the smell. Oh, that's terrible. I cannot wait to get rid of them. Yeah. People are like, isn't it hard to give them back? I'm no, like, absolutely no. not. It just reminds you why you don't get a permanent Exactly, pack. yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to do this again. Uh, maybe one at a time. Okay. Never four again. Okay. They're so gross. <laughs> I know. I'm a monster for calling kittens gross. <laughs> but they are. <laughs> They're disgusting. That's okay. Okay, I've got another one for you. Okay. AITA for calling my brother and sister-in-law rude guests for removing the decorative pillows my wife put in the guest room. My brother and sister-in-law moved in temporarily. Okay, moved in. Moved in. They're staying in the guest room. So far, we've been on the same page concerning all things except the decorative pillows. My wife loves adding decorative pillows on beds, and she did the same with the guest bedroom. She did it to make the room look better, and also, it's her preference. You can always tell how I feel about the story by the way I read it. <laughs> I just realized I put my own little Here. spin on his mm-hmm. voice. Mm-hmm. Okay. She came to me complaining about seeing the decorative pillows in the guest room being put on the floor and not being put on bed during the day. I went to talk with my brother, and he explained that sister-in-law was tired of having to move the seven pillows in total before using the bed. Seven decorative pillows, uh, mind you. I explained how my wife finds this disrespectful, but he thought it was no big deal and that my wife was being a little too obsessed, especially since sister-in-law is pregnant, and kept with the pillows back every time. We had a fight, and I ended up calling him and sister-in-law rude guests because of it. He and sister-in-law got offended, and there was tension in the house over it. My wife isn't speaking to them, and they aren't speaking to me. A-I-T-A? Maybe my wife overreacted. Maybe I shouldn't have called them that, but it is what it is. I think they're all assholes. <laughs> what in the actual okay. hell well, is happening in this house? Because on okay, because it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Oh, they're pillows. They're pillows. And nobody. And if you if you're letting them stay in there in that space, you don't get to decide. That's their space. Yeah, now. you're letting them whether. And I don't know the arrangement if they're paying rent, if they're not paying rent. But it's not like they're lighting the damn pillows on fire. <laughs> right. They're just setting them on the floor. Right. They're not disrespecting them. And does the does the sister does the 
wife of the woman that lives the woman that lives there. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't have to see it. She doesn't have to look at yeah, it. Why are you in there? Yeah. Why are you noticing that the pillows aren't arranged decoratively on the bed? Ugh. Seven is excessive. Seven is excessive. That's like when it takes up the whole bed. Yeah. Like, I don't... Yeah. I think I would struggle with putting those on every day, too. I have six pillows on my bed. But they're not decorative. No. I have two normal pillows. Whoops. Two pillow shams, like the ones with the more fancy pillowcase, but we use them as our knee pillows. So, like, they're getting used. Then I have two, like, square pillows Mm -hmm. that go on top of that, and then one, like colorful one right that is two four six seven but (laughs) this made it sound like the seven pillows were all All, the decorative all decorative so on my bed jake and i each have two of our just our sleeping pillows yeah two sleeping pillows is reasonable when you hit 40 what are you gonna do (laughs) just lay there with no pillow between your knees flat right and then we each have one that has the sham that's the decorative and then i do have a small square yeah Little one that says something on it. Yeah. Okay, so we have seven as well. But <laughs> but you use them. But we but we use them. And it doesn't even matter. If somebody comes and stays at my house and yeah. they don't want to, right. they don't have to. Right. You don't have to. Yes. Now, if you're throwing them away, different. Right. And But I can understand, a, like, maybe her mentality is, well, it's my house and they're staying here. But that's still shitty. Yeah. So get over yourself, pillow lady. <laughs> pillow lady. Maybe she's the one, remember the man that wrote in that said his wife, it was like living in an Instagram feed and she wouldn't let him like do anything that wasn't like on brand and like they're, you know. Everything had to be. Maybe that's her issue. It's like every, like she's got that. Mm. You know what? That could probably be like a new like mental diagnosis, like Instagram, like brain. Yeah. Instagramitis. Yes. Where it's like you get stuck in the like the loop. In the facade. You get stuck in the facade and Yeah. What if we all just started being really real, real about stuff? Just like you know what? Yeah. Like get up in the morning, first thing, and just like this is me. This is me. This is me. This is how I look yep. slash smell. Yep. <laughs> slash smell. <laughs> this is my house. That was me today. I we had fifth grade graduation. I there's a flyer. So tell me this is not confusing. The flyer said fifth grade graduation at 10 a.m. Okay, Mm -hmm. but then they also had a music program this morning. So I'm assuming when the program says 10 a.m., that's when the music program starts. No, no, no. The music program started at nine and then the graduation was at 10. But the flyer just said 10. So I pull up in my hot pink silk pajamas and like a T-shirt, no bra. And I tell me you went in. No, I did not. (laughs) I wish if I had if I had a bra on. I, if it was one or the other, if it wasn't like the pink pink pajama pants, like the silky pajama pants, right. it wasn't even like sweats. Right. Oh, I know. Like, I know exactly you know what, I mean? what you're, <laughs> you're like. I know. So no, I, know I those like. Pants. But then when I pull up, I see like parents gathering, and I was like, "Crap, what is happening?" So I ran. I drove 15 minutes home, threw on a bra, like, but nothing else. Was when I besides the pants. Uh huh. Besides the pants. the pants and the bra. Okay. And then went back. Didn't even brush my teeth. Because I was scared of missing it. Then the fourth graders sing for 45 minutes. Oh, then I did. You could, you could have had a full shower and <laughs> exactly. a shave and everything. Exactly. But that's not how we roll. No. But you ju- you don't like it when people show up that way. You're like, pull yourself together. Pull yourself together is how I am. Yeah. I do. I, yeah. Well, I just, like, I don't want people to just give up. 
Like, not yet. <laughs> like, I don't, I guess they're just, and I mean, I guess I think about the kids. Like, just, you're, like, show up for your kids in a way that doesn't make them want to crawl into a hole. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I I understand that you might sometimes relax you a little. You might have a day. You might have a day. Yeah. But if every day you're yeah. in those thick, fuzzy, flannel, Mm-mm. um, Pajama, pajama bottoms with fig like with Cartoon? characters no. on Mm-mm. them. Those should never leave your house. And a dirty unmatching hoodie. Mm-mm. And slippers even. The slippers I've and the messy it. bun. No. Yeah. No. 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 no, we're not asking a lot. Uh-uh. <laughs> and what you do in your own home is fine, but come on. Joggers are comfortable. Leggings. There's it, a like, lot of comfort a lot wear of, yeah. that's fashionable. Yeah. You don't need, you know, I don't want to see Bart Simpson no. on your pants. No. In public. No. And we might be really judgy right now. But, you know, there's, there's a line. There's a time and a place. There's a time and a place. <laughs> and it's not at your kid's fifth grade graduation. No. Okay. You it's know, Piper not. is the one, like, all my other kids liked me to come on the field trips and volunteer and be there in the classroom. Piper's like, please don't ever show up. Yeah, especially uninvited. Even invite? Like, I'm like, can I volunteer for your thing? No. Is that why? Have I, I let no. my, have I let myself when I do show up though to her class I make sure I am you are like very make like yeah. I present well because I because for that well. reason I don't want Piper to be like wow that is not my mom um I remember when Breezy was going into it was either kindergarten or first grade we were talking about this today um and we pulled up to school like mm-hmm. the first week of school and I stopped the car and I went to get out and she looks at me and she's like ooh you're not walking me in, are you? And I'm like, oh, no, no, that'd be, no, that'd be weird. And then she gave me a kiss and left and I cried. Of course. <laughs> it's like, oh, what? You're not proud of me? Oh. You're five. In fu- yeah. yeah. She was like, oh. Yeah, I ooh. had a similar experience. First day of kindergarten, I took Bright and I'm hugging her and giving her kisses and taking pictures. And she's like, oh, that is so embarrassing. <laughs> and I look around like who? Like who's being embarrassing? Like, show me the... Did she just do an air uh, circle yes. around your head? <laughs> yes. She was like, you're being That's embarrassing. You. That's you. I was like, damn it. Already? Mm, I hate that. Like, I'm already embarrassing you. But now... And so I went for years, like, being real low-key. Like, mm. if she ever had friends over, I didn't... You didn't even talk to them. Didn't burst into song. <laughs> I didn't... Dan- like, I literally did not talk to any of her friends. Wow. And one day she's like, you know, you... Like, you can be yourself again. <laughs> oh. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> and I just burst into song randomly. <laughs> I some I find that I have a hard time buffering between home and work. Oh. With my with my um song, for example. Mm. It's like I just cut loose at home. I just am who yeah. I am. And then I go to work and I'll do stuff. And then I look around. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like home Jamie just goes home to work. Jamie just goes right to work I love and she that. Like today, I was walking through the office just singing, and I'm like, oh, I would not too. my best. <laughs> I would too. It's weird. Your work people are like family, and well, your work is like your home. Well, that's true. You work a lot. I, yes. Okay. Okay. Let me share a story with you. Please do. This made me giggle a little okay. bit. Okay. This person um, says, it's a, it's a guy. Okay. I don't know an age. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> he said, I bought a crock pot for the first time the other day, okay. and I'm Do you know this? No, but I don't know. That just tickled me. And I'm kicking myself for not doing it sooner. I've been making pulled pork, chicken taquito filling, all sorts of tasty stuff, and I am obsessed. 
My wife told me last night that we haven't had beef stew in a while, and now that we had a crock pot, there was absolutely no excuse not to make mm, it. Stew it up. I went all out, even buying some fancy red wine to make it with. Hell, I even made a whole ass loaf of French bread with our bread maker to accompany wow. it. Wow. Right? Marry me. Um... Okay, eight hours later, it's ready. Mm. Um, that stew was orgasmic, coming from a slow cur- cooker. His words, not mine. That actually sounds so good right now. That beef just fell apart absurdly good. I normally watch my portion sizes since I'm trying to lose some weight, but not tonight. I ate two and a half bowls of this stuff. Fast forward about three hours later. For whatever reason, while it was only about 62 degrees outside, it is disgustingly humid. I don't do well in all... in. I don't do well at all in humidity or in hot weather, especially when I'm trying to sleep. So I use a machine that has a hose attachment that goes on the foot of your bed and blows hot or cold, cool air under the covers and over your body. I didn't know that even existed. I saw that like yesterday. Yeah, well, apparently it is um, factual. Yeah. Um, I haven't used it in a while, but I turned it on and the cool air felt so much better against my body. Mm. I started to get cozy and then my stomach started gurgling. Oh, no. Not really thinking about it, I lifted my leg, and what can only be described as... as I'm no good at telling this. <laughs> it's like I'm a nine-year-old boy. I know. Okay, um, It can only be described as a silent... <laughs> Why is this so funny? Fiery, hot stream of air escaped my asshole, continuing for nearly 10 seconds uninterrupted. Oh. <laughs> What and could, you know when it feels that oh, way that you it's know. gonna be bad. you know. What could possibly be worse than beef stew farts? Oh no. Answer. Having them blown back <laughs> right in your face from under the covers. <laughs> he says, I can't even begin to describe the smell. It was like something literally crawled up my asshole and died three years ago. <laughs> and my effing machine was blowing what might as well be mustard gas. Oh no. Right oh, back no. at me. Was his wife in bed with him? No, no. Oh. No, just him. Oh, phew. It smelled so bad that I threw up. <gasps> what? <laughs> From his own From scent? his own. And I thought people typically were immune kind to their own. immune to your own. No, apparently not. My wife heard me and ran into the room, but the humidity of the room in combination with a now putrid mixture of beef stew, hell farts, and vomit <laughs> created something that could bring... That could bring about the end times. She helped me clean myself up, bless her soul. But that was awful. Wow. (laughs) Above and beyond wifely duty. Above and beyond. Wow. Yeah. Literally. Literally farted so bad he threw up. Oh, my gosh. And then in the comments, people were like, how, like, saying this, like, you literally threw up. And he's like, honestly, I have a gag reflex thing. And he's like, I, it was so bad. It was that machine it was so blowing bad. it right. Because if you do it under the covers, you can got to stuff it down. You yeah, know? you just you don't. What's yeah. it called? Um, uh, covered the, wagon. Yeah, yeah. But he said it, he, he was like, I know people are thinking that I'm. He's like, I literally, I literally vomited. Did. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Which makes me think of Lincoln, because Lincoln has Lincoln gets so grossed yeah, out by food. He does and um, like if you if he's eating something and you make like a gross connection like oh that looks like worms he, oh. he like he he'll start gagging he can't do it so my tubes and tendrils and my ground beef would do it, it would be, yeah he would not be eating that. i don't know if i'm gonna be able to eat it i told you about his macaroni and cheese yes. incident yes. yeah when when his aunt told him that it looked like his niece or his cousin's tonsils he he's <gasps> never eaten it since 
Oh, I think there was a different one you told me about, like something had mold on it, and now he's... Oh, yeah, yeah, the mold thing, he has a huge aversion to mold, I mean, as we all do. We all should. So Sarah was making him mac and cheese, and his... And Sarah's daughter had her tonsils out, and they used to send them home in a jar. You could could request to keep them, I think. Yeah, and they put them like in that, like embalming fluid or whatever, and send them home. So she made the comments, she made a joke about putting her tonsils in the mac and cheese. That's what it was. My gosh. And he quit eating. He couldn't, he couldn't finish his food, and he's never thought of really never eaten mac and cheese since then. Oh my gosh. Honestly, never has eaten mac and cheese since then. He's funny that way. Yeah. Ugh. Yep. And I could see that something like that bringing him right to his knees. Ugh. Friday night, um, Piper, my daughter, accidentally got glutened. She has celiac. Ugh. She vomited directly into the air vents of my car. <laughs> like, we had a bag. We had a bucket. I was telling, because she knew she was feeling sick. I'm like, right. here's a bag. Let me know if you're actually going to throw up. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, it's projectile. And it went fully in there. And I tr- used one of those things to get it out, but it was... It was well, all the way like uh, I've yeah. got. I'm gonna have to have my whole dashboard taken apart. You, yeah, I don't it, know what to do. I know. I know. It, trade the car in. I, you trade the car in. Who's gonna take it? You okay? You don't. <laughs> you don't tell them. No. You just say this is what my car is. It's out in the parking lot. And I want to trade this in. Yeah. And then you just do it. And the next person's gonna blast that heat and hot, hot vomit, vomit smell. Yeah. And it was pizza. Oh. Yeah. She's like. The, she's like, mom. It was fluffy. And oh, good. And I was like, where's this magical gluten-free pizza coming from? And I probably knew I shouldn't, like, keep eating it. But they told me it was gluten-free. And it was in a small little box like they usually are. Oh. And she's like, and I ate so much of it. Oh, <laughs> and it don't was be fooled, so good. Paper. Don't be fooled. I know. And it's the worst when then she gets her taste of real bread. Mm-hmm. Then, then she, you have to start over. Uh-huh. It's like. It's like you have to mute down her flavor. <laughs> her palate. Again. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, poor thing. Okay. All right. Um, you got your phone is blowing up. My phone is blowing up. Is I am well. the most popular girl on the land. Yes, you are. Do you have one more sure. to wrap us up? Yep. Okay. All right. Um, do you want an AITA or a cute, like, heartwarming Reddit? Well, I'm dead inside, so you okay. decide. Okay. AITA. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. This one might warm you, the other one, but okay. Um, I, I mean, I'm not going to read the title. I am a nurse practitioner, and I am the primary care provider for a lot of the low-risk maternity cases at the practice where I work. I also work hand-in-hand with the doctors and midwives to create a healthy maternity, birth, and postpartum situation. My fiancé is completing her residency. We lived together and have for a few years now. We aren't in any hurry to get married. We originally had plans to do so a couple years ago, but then we got really busy for two years. (laughs) <laughs> wow. That's a large chunk of time to just be too busy. I know. I know. We were just really busy for a couple of years. It is driving my very religious parents crazy that their youngest son is living in sin. I don't really care. I am an adult and I do what I want. We're getting married in June. So we're visiting my parents for Christmas. The way it came together this year is everyone is at my parents' house. So that's my folks, my three siblings, myself and fiancé, and seven grandchildren. So 17 people. At dinner, my mom starts going on about how she's so glad we're finally getting married and she won't be embarrassed at church anymore. And my dad says how proud he is of his three older kids who all either waited to get married before moving in together or got married right away after moving in together. And this guy's a doctor? Or the guy writing is, yeah. yeah. Uh Mm. He can go to medical school, but he can't have sex? (laughs) Wow. Okay, sorry. (laughs) My fiancé was getting embarrassed, and I was getting mad over the stupid argument we've had too many times. 
and a family dinner was a la- was the last straw. I have asked them repeatedly to just accept that they cannot control how I live my life. I refuse to stay with them when I visit, even if I come alone. Hotels are just easier. So I started talking about a premature baby I had been reading about. It was almost three months premature and weighed 1.6 pounds. It was super strong and healthy for being born so little, and the NICU had high hopes for the baby doing well. My mom and dad both got deer-in-the-headlights look in their faces. Too bad. Should not have effed around with my fiancé's feelings. So I ask about my oldest brother. He was born almost four months premature. Is there any chance that we could check out the family album where we all keep the records of family births? I already know my brother was over 9 pounds and 23 inches long when he was born. My grandmother told me all about it the first time my parents tried to shame me. The subject gets changed very fast. After supper, my parents told me that I should not try to embarrass them with private things that are not of my concern. I told them that if I had heard anything about my living arrangements ever again for the rest of my life, I would make sure to keep bringing up the fact that my mom was in her second trimester when they got married. (laughs) My parents are mad at me for telling them how to behave in their own home, but my fiancé is happy that they seem to be off the subject for good. A-I-T-A. No! (laughs) He wasn't intentionally doing it, right? Or was he? Oh, no, he did. Okay. He was so sick of his parents calling out his, like, okay. sinful life right. that he was like, hmm, that's really interesting. Let me just tell you about this. I mean, he basically was, okay. like, calling them out. Good for him. Without calling them out. Because, you know, this is the thing. It is, like, they're adults. Right. Yes. They're adults. They are, like, and adult adults. Does she really think that people at her church are like, oh, those guys over there, they have an adult doctor child that's having sex. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And, you know, those who live in glass houses. Right? Absolutely. Like, yeah. You're going to call me out on this when you're two mm-hmm. months, you know, in your second trimester <laughs> when you had your first baby. But somehow you're so embarrassed it's of us. It's those people that, like, are it's their own, like, internal shame right. that's coming that out. That makes them be so mm-hmm. yeah terrible. I think it was perfect. I think he basically hinted that he has the information. Yeah. He didn't fully come out and say, hey, I know this. But he was like, hey, mom and dad. This is interesting. I have this information. If you keep, like, mm-hmm. harassing us, yeah, I'm going to bust That's that right. out. I feel like you should just say it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the grandma that was like, hey, hey. by the way. Yeah. Your mom has no Your place mom's to no judge. Angel. <laughs> <laughs> she was. I was. I was ashamed of her. Oh, that's oh. great. Yeah, that's great. I like it. Me too. Okay. All right. Well. Well. We don't really have a barren, barren truth because nope. everybody mocks us. Uh, yeah, that's um, a thing, you guys. And we're lazy. We made it a thing. Mm-hmm. I do have um, answers to just a couple answers to our one last time, which is if you would turn your kid in for murder. Oh. My daughter texted me, okay. actually, and okay. said <laughs> she was offended. I said, well, I, I said, well, don't go around killing people. Well, don't murder anyone. Don't put me on. I am not sacrificing. I am not sacrificing my freedom. Or my mental or health. Or my mental health for you to go around killing people and have me keep quiet. No. Uh-uh. She knows. And now it's like, if you kill someone, don't come to me. Like, it's yeah. out in the open that I I'm mean, not come to me for up. anything else. But that's why I wanted just to put that disclaimer out there. So there's no... Like, because once she kills somebody and tells me, then I know. Right. Then, then I'm forced. Yeah. So it's like, now at least Don't she put knows. That on me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I am not. You can come to me with a lot of things, but not with the murder of somebody else. Nope. Nope. So. Um, 
basically someone said, uh, I just put, I, for, I kind of forgot to post this question till like an hour ago. Oh, good. So I don't have a lot of responses, but someone said, if my child murdered someone who sexually assaulted or physically abused their child or spouse, I'd keep that information to myself. Most other scenarios, I'd encourage them to turn themselves in, but would do it if they refused. Okay. I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still, like, I still would wish I didn't know. Right. Like, and, no body, no crime. And that's what I <clears throat> what I told my daughter was, I would encourage you mm-hmm. to turn yourself in. Yeah. But I don't think I could live with knowing it. Yeah. Like, I couldn't live with the, I couldn't live with, like, the constant, like, is today the day that this is all going to go down. the shoe is like going to drop. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So... Um, it's like in songs like the Earl's Gotta Die, or have you heard the Taylor Swift song, No Body, No Crime? Uh-huh. That, you know, she murders her best friend's who, husband who murdered her. Yeah. And it's like in rea- like in the song, it's like, oh, yeah, that's badass. I totally would do that. But then it's like, actually, like, actual murder isn't mm-hmm. cute. No. <laughs> nope. I don't think there's really, Ooh. unless it's like a life or death. Yeah, I just, it's yeah. not. I mean, I guess there are some situations that might warrant it. But then again, I think if something warranted it enough, it wouldn't be a secret. Yeah. Yeah, it would be like a self-defense thing. Yeah. You just got to, like, call yeah. the cops right after. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like yeah. Alex Cox did. Yes. And got away with it. Yes, that's it. So, yeah, let us know. We, I have it up on our Instagram now, so I want to know what everybody thinks. Yes. Please help us do our job. Please. Right. So Please supply <laughs> please. us with content. Some AITAs, if, some TIFUs. And if anybody's available to come in and sit in and just record this podcast for us. <laughs> so we can go to the pool and drive around in Jamie's Jeep. Yay! Yay for summer! Woo-woo. Woo-woo. All right. Okay, well, hopefully we'll record again soon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're so... It's all about us now. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're not flaky. We're Now we're coming in hot. We're going to be so good this okay. summer. Sounds good. We're gonna, it's a new We us. said that last summer, too, and yeah. literally recorded yeah. zero times. Well, it'll be 0.1. Okay. Well, goodbye. Goodbye. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Truth Fairies Pod, and send us an email at truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale. 